0: It's a Panthers pre-game podcast here on Panthers Radio, and we're looking ahead to Well, it's another big weekend, two league games this weekend as well. Dundee at home on Saturday and then Glasgow clan on the road on Sunday. So four points up for grabs for the Panthers this weekend. Of course, Panthers going into the game on the back of four points out of six in the Elite League so far, including two successive wins, both by 3-2, that 3-2 win on penalty shots in Guildford, where Panthers came from 2-0 down. And then that thrilling, exciting 3-2 victory over Cardiff Devils on Saturday Games against Cardiff rarely disappoint. Here's me chuntering away. Who's on the show today? Well, as ever, it's the former Panthers netminder Dan Green and also John Bullard. Good evening to you guys. Evening, Grace. Evening, Grace. Evening We've gone a bit early. We'll have to excuse Ken Feast because we've he's not seen the message that we've had to go a bit early. So so Ken is otherwise engaged. Otherwise, I'm sure he would have been with us too. Let's go back to Saturday first of all, guys uh, and and Greener. And we talked about this. I talked about this with with Stephen Anderson, and he came out with a quote as something like, "There's no better building in the Elite League when it when the you know when the Elite when the arena gets going." You know, Panthers scored early, didn't they? Within five minutes, and it and it really set the tone, didn't it, on Saturday for that performance?
1: Yeah, I think he's absolutely right, and I think you know, John and I always talk about it on the commentary. You know, if 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 we we tend to have a good first ten minutes, whether it's you know a few big hits or some nice plays, something to get the crowd sort of invested in it, it just sort of snowballs from there. And obviously, Stephen Anderson opened the scoring with a great goal and. Then it again, yeah, it just sort of rolls from there. You know, the crowds into it, the players pick their game up, and it, yeah, it just kind of snowballed. And obviously, we obviously uh, they tied it up, but we came back straight away. And uh, I thought it was, it was a really good game, exactly like you said, typical Cardiff game, really. You know, lots of chances, lots of offense. Two, you know, sort of good teams going toe to toe, and obviously we came out on top. But no, yeah, I think I think a fast start is is, is always really positive in that building.
0: And John, you've watched Panthers for, for for many years, and and I mentioned again this to Stephen Anderson, where I said. I've been watching Panthers for a long time too. And you, you can feel sometimes that energy in the building. And I'm talking now about the second period when one becomes two and sometimes two becomes three. Just kind of run out of, of, of time in that period there. You you just sometimes get that sense that that, that tide is turning. And and Tuesday was one of them. I mean, Gil, Cardiff had had a, a good spend in the game where they'd equalised. But Panthers hit back. And then with that momentum, it, it kind of, to me, felt inevitable that that... One would follow after the other, if you see what I mean.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was surprised it followed so quickly after because of forty seconds between the two goals. But it, it was, it was, it was great because uh, Otto Nieminen scored close in, a, a really dirty goal, but they all count. And uh, then Hugo while with a great finish, I think, and a great feed from Diedrich Hembrandt in front, and and I thought Hugo while took it really, really well the way he brought it down, and then stuck it in on his backhand um, but yeah it, it was a great way to and it was towards the end of the period so a really good time to score to get that two goal cushion it gave us a bit of breathing space as well because I think up until that point uh, and I think I said it to Dan after we went two on ahead that maybe that was against the run of play because I think Cardiff had been on top for a lot of that second period period and then that uh, goal just killed their momentum and then the, the second goal so quickly just killed them completely and it was so so good to go into that third period with a two goal lead I expected Cardiff to really come at us in the third but it just didn't happen I thought defensively and systems wise in that third period I thought Panthers were outstanding
0: that's, that's a great point, I was about to say as you mentioned the third period, I felt that defensive display in the third period was one of the best of the season. You know, make no bones about it. That Cardiff team is good. They have got a damn fine coach. And and I think they've probably got a stronger roster than last season. They've retained a core of exceptional players. And obviously, you know, uh, I think they'll be really good this season. We're going to go off in a, in a tangent in a moment about five-on-three power plays uh, or five on three penalty kills, because I'm going to make a point about how I actually like uh, when you take a penalty later on, because you can ice the puck. But before that greener, you know, just, just mentioning, you know, the, the, the players that, that card, the, the British contingent they have, you know, and, and they've got a, great group of British players. You know, I just watched them come in and obviously led by Pete Russell. Then you see our mate Richie. Then you see Sam Duggan. You see Ben Baums, You see Josh Bats, You see Ben Davis. You know, that they've they got a great, you know, like we talked about the Nottingham Corps, the new Nottingham Corps leading us forward now. But Cardiff have got that there, haven't they? They've got the experience of someone like Richie and, and Ben Baums and even Ben Davis, and then the the younger guys as well who i mentioned like Sam Duggan that they, they, they've got a very identifiable identifiable core there haven't they
1: yeah I, I would argue they probably have the best brit pack in the league really in in terms of a mix of all positions um uh, you know i don't think you mentioned Josh Waller there but for me he's Holmes, one of yeah the... Josh
0: Waller so why do you... yeah
1: he's had less ice <laughs> time
0: recently i think but yeah yeah
1: I mean, for me, over the last couple of years, he's one of my favourite players to watch. He's an
0: outstanding talent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's so, you know, elegant out there and he skates so well and his skill. But, yeah, you mean, you've got Ben Bounds, who's, you know, one of the better goalies in the league and he's obviously a British player. You've got Richie, obviously, the captain, been around forever. You know, I thought Ben Davis was one of Cardiff's best players on Saturday. Um, And like you said, role players, you know, Duggan, Uh, Josh Batch, obviously big physical defenseman. Yeah, and and, and those guys have all on and off been there for a long, long time and yeah, they're a huge core. I think obviously having a British coach helps, you know. Pete will know all of them from GB and coaching them, you know, from when they were younger. So, um, yeah, I think Pete's done a really good job of, of putting that core and I think with them you can you know, like you've seen, if they get one or two injuries with imports, it's not a big panic for them because those guys can just step up and play more minutes. So, yeah, they've definitely got a uh, a luxury of of Brits there. But no, they all are all, all very good seasoned players for them, definitely.
0: Just just going through there, they they actually book the trend here, don't they? Because that they have six, they have five outskating Brits, don't they? Duggan, Davis, Waller. Brit Rich and Batch.
1: Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they've got that Harewood who's pretty good. He's on a two way with someone, but indeed,
2: um, yeah. Um uh, Bristol, yeah. I think, he's for yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I think they just have an extra player or You know, I don't think they've they've gotten in there an import short, certainly. So I think they yeah, I don't know if they if they didn't have an injury, uh, obviously with Mosey being out, maybe if he was in or the other import, would they have had to sit one of the Brits? I honestly don't know, but um yeah, I just think for them it's they all do a good job, but they all do a different job. You know, a few of them are more skilled, a few of them a bit more role-playing. Obviously, Bouncy is Bouncy, but they yeah, and like you said, they've all been there a long time. They sort of wear that shirt with pride. They're probably kind of the leaders of that team. And like you said, I, I think they will I think when they click and they I I watch their highlights against Sheffield and not Sheffield, uh, Belfast. And Rowani was excellent. They had a bit like against us. They had so many chances, but they either, you know, Besco made a good save or they missed the net. But like you said, I think once they click and guys start scoring, I think they'll be they'll be deadly.
0: Now, before I come on to five on three penalty kill goals, Jono, uh, I'm going to talk about the, the 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 when Panthers took that penalty late on, Greener. And I know they scored on it, the six on four. But and you, this is me with my uninformed hockey hat on because I've, well, I was going to say I've never hit a puck in anger. I have, but I hit it terribly. But you know, like I'm about to say that, is it the most disastrous thing when you have to face a a penalty late on when the opposition have their netminder because you can ice the puck. And I know Panthers didn't really get. They had a couple of looks at goal late on, but there was defensemen back. But do teams, am I talking nonsense, saying that teams aren't too disappointed at a six on four being able to ice the puck or is the, or is the advantage really with the team who pulled the net minor because they've got two extra skaters?
1: No, I know what you mean. And I actually remember me and Jono said on the commentary, And obviously, like you said, they did score, but when it went to six on four, when we took the penalty, we were both kind of like, oh, well, at least we can just ice the puck now. Um, I don't think you would want to be down an extra guy I think obviously a 6 on 5 is better than a 5 on 4 because there's less ice out there there's you yeah. know there's just more on the ice so you know less chances and but I think and again a 5 on 3 is obviously better for the offensive team than a 6 on 4 but yeah I think it's one of those that you don't really want to take a penalty you, you don't want to give them a two man advantage but If you do, yeah, it's not disastrous like it would be in the middle of a game on a five on three. I think it's like, you know, it's just desperation. You can just shoot the puck down the ice. But no, I certainly don't think anybody's out there intentionally taking a penalty so that you can then ice it. But yeah, I think if you have to risk it to to save a goal scoring chance, you can probably do it and then like you said you just get that small advantage it, i the thing what i think what i
0: what i mean is it's not the worst thing in the world but right, exactly you know ironically, no. yeah ironically when panthers went down to six i mean not ironically they just didn't really get the puck uh, uh that that often jono um see if you can think where my brain's going on here because thinking about being two men short just got me thinking about short-handed goals what's your PC drawn against london in 2000 say that again cuz it's not where i was going PC drew in, in against
2: London in 2000 2001 season. Scored a short five on three goal for us. Uh, it's the only time I've ever seen it happen.
0: No, Life. you must have seen it happen again. It Manchester Randall Weber. Uh, I wasn't at that game. The oh, one okay. in Manchester. OK, in Manchester, yeah. Do, do you remember yeah, it? No, uh, I think it was... Chandler I remember.
2: I thought it was five on four, shorthanded. Five on three. Five on was three. Was it five on three? Randall um, Webb. Uh, yeah, Randall, Randall, Randall Webb, because he scored a hat-trick in that game. He scored uh, a power play, short-handed,
0: and an even-strength yeah, goal. No, it, 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 I mean, longer listeners, long-time listeners or long-time fans might correct me. I am pretty certain it was five on three. Don't remember PC Druins five on three. Yeah, he
2: did it against London first season in the in the NIC. Uh, took it, his... took
0: it down, took it down
2: the left wing, cut in yeah. and just roofed it past Trevor Robbins into the top corner. <clears throat> it was a
0: great finish and with London. Reminds me of John Purvis's goal in London. You mm. remember that one?
2: This, sp- but yes, and yeah. the one he scored against uh, London in the playoffs. Well, the one in playoff up... when he
0: broke away was outstanding. Mm. One in London was when he took it around their whole team. He took it around everybody, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a player John Purvis was! Oh, what a player! Mm. Sorry, Greener, we, we're going, uh, we're going away. That's
1: all, right, that's
0: all right. You reminisce. We're going, we're going away from the, the current, the current day. So, 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 what about the weekend then? I mean, it's Greener. It's a, it's a massive chance, isn't it, for for Panthers to to stamp their authority on the the league season? Okay, the cut points haven't gone totally the way that we wanted them apart from the opening opening cup game of the season but suddenly Panthers have won two out of three and and obviously that there's two league games it's a real chance isn't it for, the, for this team to really stamp their authority in, in league play
1: yeah I mean we've obviously had a really good start to the league campaign especially you know last couple of weeks but absolutely I mean no disrespect to obviously any of the opposition but you know the opposition this weekend but I don't really see a better chance for us to to get four points you know obviously traveling up to Scotland will be tough you know second of a back-to-back you know Glasgow's obviously a decent team but I think yeah coming off that great win in Guildford the great win against Cardiff you know home to Dundee Saturday um I really see no reason for us not to win that and then you know you go on to Sunday and Exactly that, you know, without jumping to conclusions, again, if we can get four points this weekend, I'm not sure where that will put us in the league, but it will put us right near the top. So I think obviously, like you said, despite a little bit of an up and down start in the cup, um, I think the league, which is obviously the big one, you know, we've started well. And I think this weekend is gives us a real chance to kind of push on and uh, get up there with the other big boys. John,
0: Dan's right. I mean, you know, he, he's sounding a little too confident, but he but he's right. There, there's no reason why <laughs> Panthers shouldn't, you know, can't get four points this weekend. But it but it will be about attitude, won't it? It will be about, you know, not taking Dundee lightly because they they, they you know they're a lower place team. Clam for all their on-paper signings. I think I've seen a few fans going that wanted a better start. So I know what green is means. But that the guys need to be, you know, say not take anything for granted.
2: No, not at all. Uh, and I think Glasgow would have hoped for a better start than the one they've got. They've they've only, they've only got a couple of wins out of the five games they've played, and I'm sure they'll have wanted a better start than that. They're, they're only got they've only got one point in in league play, so that they're, they're currently. In the lopsided league as it is with different teams having played different games, they're currently in 10th place. Uh, Dundee in eighth, they, they've only won one game in the six that they've played overall. But no, you cannot take them lightly. I think we've seen that anybody can beat anybody else. I mean, who would have predicted that Manchester would be top of the league after four games? And then they're, they're putting together a really, really good run, they're looking very, very good indeed. Um, so no, we cannot take either either team lightly. But I do agree with Dan that it's a really good opportunity for us to get four points
0: this weekend. Green, how you know how do you do? Do you look at like the, the the Challenge Cup campaign, the campaign as well? I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it, that like the results haven't gone the way so far, but but there's lots of games to be played. The challenge cup is one, isn't it? At this stage, I know a lot of fans look at the challenge cup and go, Oh, I played too many games and blah de blah, blah blah. But at the end of it, there's there's a cup to win, isn't there? And 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 the Panthers have been synonymous with this cup competition in, in years gone by. So even though at at this moment in the I mean, I think it's the same with the with the League Cup, isn't it? In football teams, you know, teams don't kind of take it seriously, but the closer you get, the more serious they take it. And I'm not saying that we're not taking it seriously. that That's not what I'm saying at all. The result doesn't have gone our way, but, but there's no denying that at the end of this road of the challenge cup games, there's a, there's a, there's a major trophy to be won.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think we, you know, we want to progress in the challenge cup. You want to progress as group winners. Cause then you get a technically, you know, easier route via seeding. Um, But again, it's one of those where you don't have to win all of the games until it becomes a knockout. You know, if we still lose a couple more, but win the rest and we go through, you know, and then you sort of, like you said, you kind of turn it on in the quarterfinals and and then it becomes a bit more serious. I think you never, ever want to lose a game. But if we lose a couple in the Challenge Cup early on, but that gives us a little bit of a kickstart and then we go on to perform better and, you know, go through in the cup. You know, as soon as you're through into that quarterfinals, you are 100% invested and you want to win those games and get to the final and win it. But, yeah, it's not knockout yet. It's obviously a group stage and two out of the three go through. And, you know, I'm sure we will go through and I'm, I'm sure we'll get some, you know, big wins coming up. But, like I said, you never want to lose games. But I think in the long run, qualify, get through. Reset and then obviously you're kind of stepping up and and, and just taking it round
0: by round. It to me that a game later on, well, in the month, Manchester at home will, will clearly. I mean, they're all big, but the Manchester one at home will will be big. John, I'm just thinking about you know it's kids for a quid that that night, which is an mm. initiative that Panthers did last year and was really successful. And, and and the barometer there was the 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 people that came to the the signing session that was held after the game on that night, and I remember asking uh, was it me or, or whoever I think maybe it was me on the mic at the time just ask the people how many people were here for the first time and people put their hands up and then obviously went to get the signings you know and I've already seen by the people tagging people in on social media talking about oh are you interested in this that, that those you know there's that that game will be huge on the ice but also off it to to attract a new generation of fan
2: yeah absolutely There any sort of initiative like that, especially if it brings youngsters in is a good initiative. I think Guildford have done something very similar where, where they have either done the kids for a quid or kids for free even yeah, I think in, into their, into their games. So yeah. I mean, and the thing is as well, if, if, a child wants to come for a quid they've got to bring oh, yeah. an adult with them <laughs> in, in most cases so that that also can bring a, a new generation of adult fans in as well who, who've probably never been before and think of giving it a try and, uh, and watching it and let's face it this is how people become hooked on the game by actually going going to the game and watching it uh, and they how many people have become lifelong fans from just being taken or, or uh, you know, taking part in a ticket initiative, and and they, they end up staying, and and that's what every team wants.
0: Just just before we go, we'll, we'll kind of look around yeah. some other things around the league. We're, we're recording this on a Tuesday night. Just check Belfast of of one again in the CHL. <laughs> Hands up if you understand how the CHL now works. Um, it's yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just the top the top top sixteen, isn't I'm, it? Yeah. So so I mean, I don't know whether this is updated. I don't think it is. Um, I'm just—they've got five. five, They've got five points now, Belfast. So so I do, yeah. Looking at this, then let's have a look at this point. So it is updated. So as it stands, they're out of the top 16, only just. um, Yeah, I think if
2: they, I think if they win, they've got another home game next week. Uh, I will find it very, very quickly against Dynamo. Dan Mopar de who I think is a Czech Republic team. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Czechia team. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good win. I winner, think if yeah. they win, if they, if they yeah, but if they win it, they're uh, they're through. I think they're through, uh, especially if they win it in regulation time. So, yeah. so, a big big incentive for them because they've had their last three games at home, and they've also shut they shut out Bolzano four nil in their first game. They've shut out. Um, it's Red Bull Salzburg tonight, 1 0. I think 4.4 seconds from time the goal was scored. I was actually yeah. watching. Oh, it. Wow. it was a really, really good game. Really, really good. Um, so, you know, they, they've got a, a great incentive to go in and uh, and win that game next week now at home to get into the knockout stage of the Champions League. Yeah. Was,
1: so, it, was it not on TV at all, that game?
2: Yeah, it was on uh, via Play Extra. So, what, what, what? was free sports. Oh
1: it's weird because I was I was looking at that earlier because obviously the NHL starts tonight and I was kind of looking like, oh I wonder if there's any games to record. And I sort of looked on the uh, I looked on a few different channels. I couldn't see it but I must have just missed it. But you didn't maybe don't enough but that, yeah, that's maybe uh, maybe they reshow it.
0: That, that's a that's a hell of a result um for, for Belfast and and good luck to them. I mean we all remember how great it was when Panthers reached the the knockout stages so to have a, a second team to do that it's been a while uh, that that would be uh, absolutely fantastic i mean we 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 all went to that to that to that knockout stage didn't we in um in zurich and and you know it's got to be one of the the best things that this club has ever done really jono yeah, my ba- my bank balance is still suffering from that
2: <laughs> <laughs> 24 hours in Zurich, it wasn't a cheap place to go, but I, w- I wouldn't have missed it for the world. It was a fabulous experience to to go over there, see, to see see my team play in, in this fantastic arena in Switzerland against a team in the
0: top Swiss, Swiss league. It was like stuff dreams were made of. Well, you know, it's, from, it's a good point, Jono, because like Greener, you know, uh, Nottingham got there because of becoming the first team to win a European competition at the Continental Cup the year before. But but arguably, like I, I, you know, they didn't win anything that year, but the but what they did to to you know they got the whole of Europe to take notice, to to win those games at home, you know, won two at home in the group became the first team to at the time to win an away game in the CHL, and and, and that was absolutely unreal. And I know ultimately they lost to to Zurich, you know, but it, it was. It really put the club on the mat. And, and I remember, you know, you were there. We did some Facebook lives for, for BBC Radio Nottingham at the time. And you, you got that feeling of how special it was,
1: what, what Nottingham, you know, what, what we were doing at the time. Yeah, I just remember those home games, the one against Burn, <clears throat> obviously in the group stage, but that one against Zurich, it was, you know, midweek, it was sold out, it was it was like a cup final at Wembley, you know, it was almost like the biggest game in the club's history, which I guess potentially it could have been really. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it was massive. Obviously we didn't win, but I just, you know, even being there and and, and getting that far was, was incredible. And, And it did put us on the map It, you know, obviously after that Cardiff did, did pretty well. Belfast have done decently in, in, in the cup, but, yeah, I think we were the first team from this country to, you know, win some games, really put British hockey on the map. And I'm sure, maybe not just for us, but I'm sure us doing well in that, you know, attracted players to the elite league. You know, I'm sure a lot of people from Europe stood up and kind of took notice of us in the league. So, no, I just remember that being such a big part of that season. It was it was this sort of time of the year, obviously, and we were just playing all these massive games every week. It was great. Yeah, no, Absolutely.
0: Oh. memories of the of the CHL trip uh, well there you go let's let's wrap things up we've we've had a, another good one and gone off some some tangents which I've really enjoyed that was great stuff boys but um we'll be back together well I think you boys will be on Saturday after the Dundee game for another Panthers post game podcast but for now don't forget Dundee in town then on Saturday another huge Elite League points on the line let's see if Panthers can make it three in a row in elite league play. But for now, thanks for joining us.